Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dean Bodie Podcast. Dan, 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 Dean and Bodie Show. All right. Welcome to Dean Bodie Podcast, and hope everybody's having a good day. May twenty fourth, two thousand and twenty. Happy Sunday. All right. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Another big shout out to men and women that serve our country, make all those sacrifices. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you do. Um, Times 10, you know, really. Uh, Much appreciated. And prayers going out to servicemen and women and their families during this crazy time. Um, And uh, may you be safe and healthy. Um, And let's turn this world into a better place. We come out of this thing bigger, better, and stronger. In the meantime, Dean Bodie Podcast coming at you. We're doing this daily. Yes, that's right. We do it daily because we know over here, Dean Bodie, life doesn't happen weekly, monthly. It's a daily thing. That's right. And listen, don't push me. Don't push Dean Bodie because we could do two a days. All right? Don't think we won't do two a days. Come at you with some kind of. You know, two for Tuesday, double shot Tuesday, wham, bam, Tuesday, flame, flam Tuesday, something like that. Oh, no, I don't know. Maybe it'll be a Thursday or Freaky Friday or shout out on a Saturday or Super Sunday or Mega Monday or Wacky Wednesday. All right. So we're going to have some fun here. We're going to change it up from time to time. Uh, don't forget Dean Bodie Show YouTube channel. That's Dean Bodie, D-E-A-N-B-O-D-I. One word, Space Show. It's popping up. Get ready. DeanBodie.com. Website's a little under construction, but things are happening. You're helping us build this puppy to something awesome. Because when you think the Dean Bodie, I want it to be a nice little massage on the shoulder. A little poke. Oh, God. Remember that episode? Or you can go back to any episode. And have it brighten your day. Okay, yeah, we're going to have some serious conversation here. But at Dean Bodie, we always put a nice little little positive spin on it. You can always find a silver lining in the craziest of times. There's the most stressful of times. And take it from somebody who's gotten pounded into the ground, who always pulls himself up from the bootstraps, gives himself a wedgie, and keeps on moving forward. That's the key. Okay, you're always going to get that from us over here, no matter what's going on. COVID schmovid, pandemic schmandemic. All right, you know, how about I got another one for you? We're going to drop a little knowledge, Dr. D. Not only did we talk about on the show, previous little video we did earlier today on the Dean Bodie Show YouTube channel. All right, and we talked about lemon water. Drink the lemon water. When you have water, put the lemon in it. Why? Healthy. It's healthy. What does it do? Oh, wow. Let's see what it does. It stimulates your liver. Boom. Right? Lowers the uric acid. Boom. Balances out the pH. Has some important minerals. Vitamin C and fun stuff like that. Helps with the bowel movement. Detoxifies. Okay? Right? Homeostasis. You want to calibrate this body. So when you have water, put the lemon in it. It's a healthy thing to do. Take that tip. And we're going to throw an extra one in it right now. Are you ready? Exercise. Don't make a big deal out of it. Get out there and walk. If you want to burn more fat, then you do the walking before your first meal. And the night before, you don't have starchy carbohydrates before bed. Something light. A lean protein and a vegetable. 
got it? You don't want to go past three hours without eating up to one hour before bed. Get that metabolism moving. You're putting your foot on the gas. After 30 days of that kind of lifestyle, more logs on the fire. Things are getting hotter. You become a fat-burning machine while you sleep. So, a little shout-out to George Carlin, one of my favorite, actually, probably my favorite comedian of all time. R.I.P. George. Man, wait, the things you'd be saying right now if you were still around, I'm channeling you right now because... <laughs> talking about the exercise, he talked about walking. He talked about how there was a magazine for everything. Look, Dan, the new walking is out. Here's an article putting one foot in front of the other. <laughs> classic also think about remember that movie uh, i think it's frosty the snowman right back in the day during the christmas time holiday times they have all these movies out the grinch that's so christmas and frosty and all that and i think it was frosty that, or one of those where you came across the abominable snowman Right, And they turn that grouchy frown upside down with that monster, I remember, if my memory serves me correctly, and the song that went with it. Put one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other, soon you'll be walking out the door. (laughs) Awesome, man. I'm thinking about all that. So what I'm trying to say... Put one foot in front of the other. Just go for some walks. 30 to 50 minutes, continuous movement. Do it. Get out. Put your headphones on. If you want to think about it this way, whether it's you're in, you got a treadmill or a stationary bike or you're walking, putting one foot in front of the other, and let's say we want to go 40 minutes. Well, put your playlist on your headphones. Let's go escape. Let's get moving. So 40 minutes, right? You walk down the street for 20 minutes, turn around and come back. And you're going to land right back at your your starting point at your front door 20 minutes later. You did it. You did it. Or if you got a stationary bike in front in the house or you got a treadmill or something in the house or you're going to march in place for all I care, it's the continuous movement. This is Dr. D dropping knowledge big time. All right? So... Like my mom does, who's 92 years young, get on the bike, and by the time you're done watching Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, there's an hour. Yeah! Time flies when you're pedaling and moving. And just do it like you're having a conversation with somebody. You're You're not trying out for some Olympic team. You know, you're not trying to make yourself all sore and pound your joints into the ground. You don't have to be a marathon runner. Easy does it. The less pounding of the joints, quite frankly, the better, especially as you get older. Joints aren't what they used to be. You know, Um, things start breaking down. Easy, man. Easy. New diet keeps the inflammation down. Keep the water up. Do the lemon water. Right? Do the daily moving, one foot in front of the other. Soon you'll be walking across the floor. All right? Man, we're going to get in today about the time that I went skydiving, Paris Valley, California. We're we're going, get ready for this because uh, I still don't know how I was crazy enough to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. It just seemed like a good idea at the time. Went with a friend of mine. We went, and let me tell you something. They give you that little beginner class in the beginning. 
how to do it, when to pull the cord, you know, little movements, and they kind of get you dialed in. But this is tandem, mind you, meaning that a professional who's done like 2,000 jumps is going to be strapped to your back. Which is fine with me because you think a rookie like me is going to want to roll his own shoot. I don't know how these guys do it. I'm like, why would I? Not only did I jump out of a perfectly good airplane one time and a year later, oh, let's go do it again. I, I, I don't know why. But except for you think about you're never going to get an adrenaline rush to compete with that. The end, never it's um, unbelievable. You're 16,000 feet up in the air. I don't care if somebody's strapped to your back at not, or not. Free, free falling. Okay? <laughs> yeah, Tom Petty, R.I.P. to Tom. Wow. Got the little sing-along there with the free falling song. But you're dropping. You're falling at 200 miles an hour. Yes, it feels like you're floating. It feels like you're floating, but you're not. You're plummeting. You're plummeting to your death if you don't pull that cord. And from what I remember um, reading about some things is some people don't pull the cord and plummet to their death because you get so caught up in that euphoria, you forget about what's going on because it feels amazing when you leave that plane. Now, here's the scariest part. The scariest part of the skydiving, and if you've never done it and you want to you wanna really change your brain, your nervous system, and you want to experience something that's unparalleled to any adrenaline rush you've ever had, okay, do it. Do it with a professional and somebody that knows what they're doing. It's going gonna, it's gonna to totally change your life. You'll never be the same ever again. So you get up in the plane, all right, and... You're all in there together. All of a sudden, you're 16,000 feet up in the air, and you go from feeling like a big shot to terrified. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm going back in time. I am just, I just had a little bit of a, uh, a, a feeling in my, you get that chill, uh, like I used, to, just by thinking about it. The plane opens up in the back, okay? The guy's looking at me, all strapped in behind me. And we're going next. And it's like a one and a two and a three. And it's Geronimo. And you're out the plane falling at 200 miles an hour. It doesn't feel like that, though. So he starts doing these maneuvers. They kind of teach you the basics in the class beforehand. You take your hands out in front of you. And you the way you turn your hands... It goes with the wind resistance, and you can spin around and things like that. If you've ever seen these professionals with all their acrobatics and everything, it's unreal, man. And uh, so we did a couple couple turns, yeah? And once you're out of the plane, guess what? The fear is kind of gone. You know why? Because there's no turning back. You can't jump back on the plane and go, I don't feel like doing this. It's game on. You're committed at this point in time. So... Then we get to a certain height. I forget how you don't want to go down too far before you pull the ripcord. And um, the cord goes up, and it's like you slam on the brakes when that chute opens up, right? And, and uh, when you see something on TV and they do it on TV, remember, there's a cameraman uh, that's filming the person that pulls the cord. 
and it looks like they shoot straight up in the air, but it's the cameraman that's still plummeting at 200 miles an hour, and the other guy hits the brake, so it looks like they blasted up, but when really the cameraman's blasting down at <laughs> 200 miles an hour. So, and when that chute opens up, and you go into coasting mode, the parachute is open, and he's helping you with the cords, and you can turn right and left. And that's when it's the most amazing thing because, you know, you feel secure. Thank God the chute opened up. All of that goes away, and you're coasting down all the way to the ground. Let me tell you something. Perfect landing. Perfect landing both times that I went. These guys are amazing. Why they would want to do it 2,000 times in a row? Because they're hooked on the adrenaline. You're not going to find that anywhere else. And it's so amazing. So amazing. I'm so glad I did it. And, you know, you want to clear out any anxiety and clean out some cobwebs out of your brain. Get in a plane. Go up 16,000 feet. Jump out. Cleanse a Look out. Man, the endorphins that that produces... I always thought that anybody who's like, um, let's say you have cancer or you have some kind of immune system issue or autoimmune problem, I think they should take them on what I call roller coaster therapy. Maybe, maybe um, skydiving therapy and flood their body with endorphins. Nothing like getting on the Hulk roller coaster ride at Universal Studios to get some endorphins going and scare the living daylights out of whatever's going on in your system and chase the, uh, the cancer away. You know, three times a week. How about that? Get on the Hulkster three times a week and, and just juice your body with the natural chemicals and the nat natural endorphins and all the... Oh my gosh, you know how much how much that would cost to put that in a pill, all the natural, let's call it immune system boosting, monster medicine, natural, uh, super ballistic chemical rush, okay? It would be, uh, it will, as much as they put into the economy right now, it'd probably be a few trillion, to, la to get that and thing. You're never going to be able to find that. So, I don't know. Anybody listening out there, take that for what it is. Dr. Dean's roller coaster therapy, parachute jumping out of a plane 16,000 feet up therapy three times a week until it's gone. And, of course, clean diet, good supplementation along with, along with the adrenaline rush. All right? Bring it on. Whoever's going to try to break through uh, and latch onto my system. I'm jumping on the Hulkster roller coaster ride, scaring the crap out of you. How's that sound? <laughs> That's the mindset. That's the mindset because your body can heal anything if it's put in the proper environment. Let's get that straight right now, okay? And that's the name of the game. So that being said, um, what a great time that was. Paris Valley, shout out. What a fun time. And a year later doing it again. And the only thing I can uh, add to it is, man, the second time I went, yeah, I was a little bit, oh, I've done this before and I know what to do. But the only twist that he did, the guy that – and I had the same guy, um, the expert, uh, doing it with me. But he goes, this time, hey, you want to jump out backwards? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? We jump out backwards and do a somersault or a back flip outside the plane, okay? 
and we do it and we come back to normal again and do our thing and pull the string and coast down. That was, I mean, just when you think that it wasn't enough adrenaline rush just going normal with the side, the side jump out of the plane. <laughs> but no, let's, let's, let's crank it up a notch and do the backflip out. Oh gosh, you have to trust in these and your and your uh, and your instructor and the expert. You gotta put your all your whole your hands. You're in his hands. All your trust. You know how you do that um, trust test. Somebody stands behind you and you go and fall back and see if they're gonna catch you. <laughs> see if they're gonna do it or not. This is a a hundred different levels of trust. Oh God, did he fold the chute right? Did he clamp me in tight enough? Is everything going to be okay? And once you get to where that chute opens up, then you can, you can kind of take a deep breath and knowing coasting down and all that. And the landing is so wild that you can go from that high up to land where you just perfect landing and you stay standing up with a few running steps and you land and that chute um, comes down behind you. Unreal. What a time. What a great time. So... Oh, man, now you're making me think of things of the adrenaline. And, you know, that was around, you know, the first time 1997-ish and 2000, 2001, the second jump. Now we're going back, back to the 80s. We're going back to the Fort Lauderdale area when I was a little teenager whippersnapper to the skateboard parks. Solid Surf, Skateboard USA. Oh, man, did we look forward to doing this. Okay, so now you don't see the skate parks really around so much anymore. You know, the liability, kids were getting hurt, and I don't think the insurance could keep up with the injuries. So I think that's why those went away. And that's why the street skateboarding and all that stuff was a big boom and all of that. And, you know, the X Games went that way. But the skateboard parks did have to take a beating with people thinking they can do stuff they couldn't do, like myself. You had to put your knee pads on. You had to wear the helmet and all this stuff. But let's go to Solid Surf. This was my favorite place. Not only did it have a water slide attached to it, but, um, you know, my mom and my stepdad at the time would drop me off at Solid Surf. And if my buddy was visiting, he would come with me or I would go solo while they went out to dinner, had a night on the town and come back and pick me up again. What a great time. And... You'd go up this one, like, giant wooden ramp. I got to explain this. There was one you had to, I'm talking, you got you, your skateboard's in one hand, and you're climbing up this ladder all the way to the top of the ramp. Okay, let's picture a two-story house high. That's how high you're going up. And you're going to get on there, and you're going to take your skateboard, and you're going to go barreling down this ramp super fast into the large pool, cement pool area, so you can bank around, and then you're going to go around the slalom, the slalom area with the cement um, big like uh, uh, berms, I guess you can call them, like side banking things, except you'd go around one to the right, and then one to the left, and then one to the right, and then one to the left, until you made it to the bottom. And if you didn't, if you didn't (laughs) slip okay, and smash yourself into the ground and you made it all around down the the large ramp, first of all, was scary enough as it is, and then around the big pool bank and then through that slalom thing. Once, If you made it clean all the way to the end, what a cool feeling that was, man. You made it. 
And the more you did it, the more you practiced, of course, the better you got at it. And they had the regular pool. Like if you were to empty one of your large pools, those of you that know the lingo, um, you know, you skate the pool and, you, and the side of the pool is vertical. Some of these kids were so good at it, um, it was unbelievable. So you go up the side vertical and you grab the head of your board, the nose of it, and you, and you click around and come down again. Or you go airborne um, and land back on the vert on the vertical side and go around that pool and zip around. I remember this one kid, he decided he was going to go down the pool, right? And you, and you jump and you, and you go in to the pool. Um, I forgot what we used to yell when we were up at the top of the, of the wooden ramp. We used to yell something, dropping in or coming down. I think it was dropping in. There was a certain lingo to let everybody know down there, get the hell out of the way because I'm dropping in. Don't be messing around in the slalom area while I'm coming barreling down you know, at 100 miles an hour. Because I smashed into one kid one time when he wasn't listening to the dropping in. It's almost like when you hit a golf ball and you're playing golf and you go four. You're letting people know to move because the ball's not – so you don't get hit in the head with the golf ball. Okay? There's commands that we need sometimes. But and then again, we have knuckleheads that don't listen. And I smashed into this kid. It's amazing. Nobody got hurt. But – <laughs> it's pretty scary when you're barreling down and this guy thinks he's going to do his little practice little area when he should be out of the way when somebody yells dropping in. So I remember this one kid and he was really good skater. Um, and he was going to drop into the pool, right? And then he comes out the other side and he does a forward flip. He lets go of his skateboard. He does a forward flip and lands on his feet outside the pool seriously so one time he didn't do it so well and his head hit the side injury and these are the kinds of injuries i'm not trying to gross you out but he's okay he was okay but um it, he was hurt but these kinds of things people doing it too much of a risk some people are crazier than others and you don't know how far you can push it until you try Okay, um, if you watch some of these guys on the X Games, oh my God, I get such a kick out of it because the skill level is awesome. And but the liability and stuff like that with these kinds of injuries and these crazy risk takers, that's why the parks had to shut down. But the time I had for a while, and it was a good while, while they had those Skateboard USA Solid Surf was my main stomping grounds. Shout out to you guys! What a um, those years were, uh, I don't know, they're in my memory uh, with so much fun. Uh, it, was, it was really a great time, really a, a fantastic time. So I'm very grateful for experiencing that, you know. And uh, so remember, you know, Dean Bodie Podcast, wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, um, you know, I know I could just say, oh, where you get your podcast and not have to say the list. I don't know. I like saying it. I'm excited. I like saying it. To the I mean, I'm gonna say it again. Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, all the platforms. It's fun. It's fun being a part of this technology and all these things as we grow. Dean Bodie grows. Remember Dean Bodie Show YouTube channel. DeanBodie.com. Send an email. DeanBodie at gmail.com. And we're gonna get this thing dialed in, man. 
We're fired up over here, and that's what we're going to do and everything in between. What's up, Bodie? Yeah? Right. Yep. Bodie wanted me to tell you about the lemon water, but yeah, I told him already, Bode. Got it. She's keeping an eye on me, making sure I gave him dropping the knowledge with the lemon water and all of that stuff. So Bodie drinks plenty of water. She knows the benefits. The love of my life, that Shiba Inu, four-legged, uh, soulmate, love of my life. You guys have an awesome day, Memorial Day weekend. Keep it safe. Use your common sense. Be nice to the people around you. Let's respect one another as we go through this. Put the positive energy out there in the universe. It's contagious. You got to put one foot in front of the other to get moving across the floor. Or, or put one foot in front of the other. Soon you'll be walking out the door. Have a great day. Dean Bodie. Awesome. Have an awesome weekend. DeanBodie.com. Coming at you, Dean Bodie. Thanks so much. Be a part of the Dean Bodie experience. Have a great day now. Bye now.